Welcome to Try This at Home with Leslie and Leslin, a podcast that offers you tips and tricks for solving problems, increasing happiness, and creating a better life. Hi, this is Leslin from Try This at Home. This episode is predominantly for the ladies. And really, we're asking the question, what does it mean exactly for women to empower women? We began talking about this topic and realized it's really not that simple. So we're bringing the discussion to you. Grab a cup of coffee or a glass of wine and listen in. Hey, Les. Hello, Lesson. How are you? I'm good. My voice is a little hoarse. I've been working really hard and talking a lot. And so I have the raspies. I'm not sick and I I don't smoke a pack of cigarettes a day. So it's just, (laughs) it's just me doing a lot of talking. I had a two hour live session on TikTok last night and there were so many great questions. I didn't want to get off, but I could barely hold my eyes open. I still think it is the coolest thing that you are like a TikTok personality. I love that. <laughs> well, I don't know about personality. There's there's a good 25 people that are there alone. It's <laughs> you know, compared to the millions of people that are on TikTok and the I I did pass or exceed 30,000 followers on TikTok last week and that was kind of fun. So I have something funny to tell you. Sure. I, when you told me that you started all this TikTok stuff, I went and followed you and you were the only person that I followed on TikTok because I don't use TikTok, but I wanted to see what you were up to. I thought it was really cool. And my daughter, who is eight, is very much into TikTok. And so she took my TikTok account and she changed it to her name instead of my name on the handle. And she unfollowed you, Leslie. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so her and her little friend, Anna, do little TikTok dances. And bless their poor hearts, because I have my account locked down so that people can't see their dances. Sure. Unless they're friends. And she has no friends on there. But I feel so bad for them because they put their heart and soul into this, but they're too young to have themselves be exposed to TikTok. But I noticed that because I looked and it said zero followers. And I was like, that girl unfollowed Leslie. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, I'm sure to be honest, she doesn't find anything that I have to say very interesting. (laughs) Look, unless we're doing a TikTok dance to like the latest music, she doesn't, she doesn't care. So yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, and and I'm not really that girl. I did promise that I would, if I could get to fifty thousand followers, that I would learn one of the new dances. And I did, da- I did do a little dance on there the other day. And I thought, look, at the very least, this is going to make you smile or laugh. Either way, endorphins yeah. will be the result. So, <laughs> well, if you need an eight-year-old tutor to learn your dance when you reach that many followers, you let me know. Okay, for sure. I'll have Paige to come and teach me. (laughs) You know, this topic, speaking of TikTok, this is a hot, hot topic on TikTok. Women empowering women. 
And I, I thought it would be helpful or, you know, I thought it would be an interesting topic, but when you and I started talking about it, we realized it's a little complicated. Yeah. I, I think, gosh, it was several weeks ago. We decided that we were going to talk about this and you were doing the show notes for something else. And I said, I would do it for this. And then I was like, oh crap. It's, I, I feel like it's such a buzzword that is thrown around in culture today. And I think everyone kind of thinks they know what it means at a very high level. But when you sit down and actually think about what is it and how do I do it or how would I want someone to help me, it's really complicated and there's a lot of moving parts and it's, it's just, there's, it's just chock full of stuff. Right. So at the core it really is about the question, how do we lift one another up? And I want to just say that, that I really see it as the stopping of women being bitches to other women. Hmm. And I just, I think, and when, and when I say that, I mean, I go back to middle school where the girls were mean and you know, we, yeah. and we, we, we have movies, mean girls, right? We have, there's always kind of a, a bitchy girl in some of these tween movies or young adult movies and books. And I, I think that when we carried that scenario that attitude into adulthood and we're competing against each other in this really ugly way and we're putting people down because they don't fit a stereotype it's one thing for a man to do it but it's really very sad when another woman does that yeah you're right middle school is awful <laughs> and it, it is sad when after all that, after, you know, all we've been through, we get to this point and here we are, we're women, we should know what each other has gone through and the struggles that we've had. And then we are tearing each other down. That's, it, it doesn't make any sense. First of all, it just doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And, you know, I think that we, we feel this competition to be prettier or more successful, or better mothers. And we just don't spend enough time encouraging one another. And I, and I think that, at least for me, that's been the impetus behind women empowering women. Yeah, and so when I was trying to get this together and look into this a little bit more, I looked up, you know, the good old basic definition. And it's about equipping and allowing women to make life-determining decisions through the different problems in society. That's one interpretation of this. And I think it's kind of interesting, your take out of the gate and then kind of the dictionary definition, because it's like, you're right. We aren't kind to one another. We are too competitive. Why are we doing that when there's all of these much bigger problems that women face truthfully where we aren't able to all make these decisions about big life things. You know, women face problems with not being paid the same as men, 
In other parts of the world, I mean, women don't even have access to clean water or education, basic human rights, all of that kind of stuff. And so here we are in our little bubble being mean and catty and rude about stuff that doesn't even, you know, in the, in the grand scheme of things, it just seems so unimportant. Yeah. And, you know, I'm sitting here thinking, I'm wondering if so much of it has to do with this idea that for, you know, for most of, most of existence, you know, most of humanity, the opportunities available to women have been so limited that it's kind of like we're all scram- trying to scramble over each other to get to the top. Instead of, instead of, you know, kind of creating this ladder so that one of us can do it, we're clawing at each other in an effort to get there ourselves. And I just, yeah, I I think for sure. Yeah. And it's, so it's interesting because certainly beginning with, you know, the quote unquote women's liberation movement. There's been lots and lots of opportunities for more and more, I should say, opportunities for women, you know, and we haven't quite broken through that glass ceiling or the equalization, but I suspect that metaphorically, if we build the scaffolding together, Mm -hmm. then somebody will break through that. But I think, I really think that the trajectory there is better reached on a secure scaffold than it is on a triangular pile of people that continually gets combusted at the bottom, right? I mean, just close your eyes for a minute and imagine it. I I imagine this pile of people scrambling to be on top. And you know what, what I'm thinking of is, you know, that, infamous fight scene from game of thrones if it's the one where Jon snow apparently looked like he was dying Did, are you a game of thrones watcher i was just gonna say i'm gonna disappoint you so hard right now oh <laughs> uh, well for those of you who are game of throne fans there's this one epic battle scene where it looks like Jon Snow is going to get buried in a pile, but you see him crawling his way out. And that's the image that comes to me. Yeah. 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 You know, when I think about women just beating each other's up. Yeah. And there's, there's something so interesting. So there's this hashtag on Instagram called community over competition. Okay. And this kind of speaks to what you're saying. Let's build this community. Let's not compete. Blah, 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 blah. You know, it, it all seems sunshine and puppies and roses, right? Well, unfortunately in real life, the people that I know that use that are the most cutthroat, the most competitive, the most backstabbing. (laughs) and it's it again it becomes this thing where it's like oh well in order for me to be the good girl i need to i need to post that i'm also in community over competition and so they're using the hashtag now 
don't come at me if you're using this hashtag and you really are for community. That's not what I'm saying here. I'm saying that even, you know, it seems like when we're trying to do the right thing and no doubt that whoever started this had good intentions, I'm sure, but it, it can turn on, we, we turn on each other. Like what is that? (laughs) Yeah. And it, it is, I mean, I'm not surprised that I'm not surprised that people go to the word little bitches because it is like we're a pack of dogs sometimes, you know, getting ready to get into a fight. And I, and I don't mean to be critical in that regard because I think we just need to stop that. We need to stop and just lift one another up. How do we, but how do we do that? Like what does that look like? Yeah. We're not talking about bringing water to the women in Africa or creating job opportunities by buying a family's sheep which or goats that which I think right. is super important because it's not just in the industrially industrialized nations that women need to be empowered right they're still they're still oppressed in so many parts of the world Mm -hmm. but i think for me in day-to-day life the things that we can take home and try it's really more about empowering and lifting up and supporting and encouraging and giving that part of yourself to the women in your world. Yeah. Well, I made a little list and this okay. is this is in no way a comprehensive list. I was pouring over some things on the internet and there was a lot of overlap but there were also ones that I thought were kind of dumb and then there were ones that I thought would be interesting to talk about so here is my list of 9 of them. Okay. So the first one I think is, was important to me because I'm actively trying to do this with my daughter. And that is not just commenting about women's bodies or the way that they appear physically and trying to also compliment and appreciate things that are outside of that. So, you know, it's it's so easy. Oh my gosh, that's a cute outfit. Your outfit's cute today. But like that's talking about her parents. So, you know, while Paige, like you're very artistic, that drawing is great, you know? So trying to talk more about intelligence and, you know, other things like that. That's a, that's a start. So I want to add to that, that I, I don't, I mean, I hear you and I agree that we are too hyper-focused on our appearance, but I don't think we've gotten to the point where, where we're able to deny that appearance is important. In other words, and this is the example I'll give you. When somebody loses a child and you run into yes. them in the grocery store and you, you don't say anything about that because you don't want to bring it to the light. So you just say, how are you doing? Right. And maybe you, but you don't mention the loss of the child or you don't mention their name. And so I've, you know, I've had people say it's as if they didn't exist. I don't like it when somebody doesn't mention them. And I think to myself, if I see a heavy girl in a crop top, 
I know that it took an amazing amount of courage for her to go out and wear that. Yeah. And I might say to her, girl, you're rocking your outfit today. Mm-hmm. Not because I want to highlight that. I mean, I don't, I don't want to say it in a way that implies some people think she shouldn't, right? That's not the point, but I want to empower her to have a positive body image, regardless of what she's wearing. Well, but think about what you just said. You, you were wanting to comment about her appearance because you said it took her a lot of courage. Right. So I think what, even though you're commenting about something physical, you were noticing and appreciating something that wasn't. And that's great. That's wonderful. And look, like I like getting complimented if I look nice by my husband. Like that's just a nice thing to hear. But I think some people just are it's all that they're used to and that's all they do is comment about appearance. So yeah, and maybe it's maybe it's if you don't have something nice to say, don't say it at all. You know, that, you know, if you're going to compliment somebody about their body, I said to my daughter the other day, babe, your legs are looking really strong. And she said, oh my gosh, mom, that's probably the best compliment you could give me. Yeah, because she must have been trying to get them to be strong, right? Well, she's been working out every day and she walks like seven miles or 10 miles a day, whatever it is. And, you know, I just, when I, I guess my point is, is that if you're going to comment about a woman's body, talk to them about beauty, right? Talk to them about, comment about their beauty, comment about their, about the way they're rocking their style. Because even somebody, you know, you, you just have no idea. I, I saw a client who had just cut all of her hair off. And mm-hmm. she cut it all off because she's starting to lose it. And it was really noticeable when it was long. Wow. And so she was feeling incredibly self-conscious because she'd never really had this short of hair. And I said, oh my gosh, your haircut is so cute and sassy. And she started to cry. I said, what's the matter? She said, I've been so afraid to Mm -hmm. go out in public with my, because she felt bad about it, right? Right. Yeah. So I think it's okay to comment about someone's appearance when it's a compliment. Now, you know what? I'm going to, I might have to take a little bit of this back because I want to say, but I don't think that it's, I think you have to be careful because I can think of my mother saying, oh, you should always wear A-line skirts. They make your hips look smaller. (laughs) Right. You know, so I mean, uh, that compliment, I'm not going to encourage. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think it's just being aware of what you're saying. And if, you know, I think maybe being more specific sometimes helps like your courageous comment. If what you meant is, you know, that, you're courageous for wearing that, that, but like you said, it's so tricky when it comes to people's appearances because you don't want to, you don't want to make it seem as if she has no right to wear that because of course she does. She can wear whatever she wants. (laughs) Yeah. And I would never say you're courageous because that implies that. Well, yeah, like that she has, she shouldn't be wearing it. 
Yeah. 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 So it, it is, it is kind of tricky. It's a tight rope walk for sure. So, all right. This one's a lot easier. <laughs> Paying women equally. Yeah. Just plain and simple. Plain and simple. My husband, who's a super intelligent guy, likes to play devil's advocate on this topic with me a lot. And it, it he he does bring up some good points, but women definitely, you know, in the workplace, there are some benefits that they have that men don't have. And more time is usually taken off by them because of family and childbearing. And there's... Nope, I don't... Nope, 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 nope. <laughs> I know. Sorry. I'm, I'm on your side on this one. There is not one thing that you can say to me <laughs> that would tell me that there is a reason that women should not be paid equally. That is freaking bullshit. <laughs> that, is, that is the biggest pile of bullshit. Dustin, we are going to have to have an, a conversation about that. You should come over and we should have beers. And, oh and- my gosh. <laughs> there, you know, I appreciate his intelligence and his expertise in his arena, but don't even get me started on this. Uh, well, he that, should, he's just going to devil's advocate. He just, no, get it no, right. there's the devil be damned. You know, it's like, <laughs> um, the, um, <laughs> I mean, that baby did not get made by its own. <laughs> right. She did not make that baby by herself. <laughs> it, this is a topic, you know, that is a man's creation. Well, they're going to take more time off. F and F. Nope. <laughs> Man, I thought that was going to be the easy one, Les. <laughs> no. Yeah, it was until you told me that sometimes it's justified. That is, oh, that is. No, I don't think it's justified. Okay, until somebody thought it could be justified. There you go. You know what? If that's the case, that, oh, oh, that just, in, that just infuriates me. Well, you know what? There, even though, even though you and I and Dustin are all on the right side of this and, and we're, you know, joking here a little bit on, on at our house about it, but there are people that that really do pay women less. That 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 is not a joke. We're not. No, that's right. And so that you know, the, I guess I'm going to tie. I guess I'm going to tie this in with another one. Later on in the list, I have advocate for female colleagues, friends, etc. When needed, and if you know, if you are somebody who knows that your female counterpart at work is being paid less, speak up for them. I mean that whether you're whether you're a man or a woman, I guess. I mean that like speak up. If you know something is unjust or unfair, speak up about it. No doubt. I mean, I think we oh that I mean, and that's hard because it goes back to all of those other discussions we've had about theme about um passive permission and when is it our business and somehow i managed to raise three feminists imagine that (laughs) and And, and well frank is probably a feminist too well yeah because rosie i mean (laughs) what frank you know it's interesting and i don't 
he probably would say he's a feminist because he believes in women's rights. Mm-hmm. And can I just say, if there are any men listening, I love men. I appreciate men. I have loved and desire men. You know, I mean, it's, I don't believe in men's disempowerment by saying that I believe in women's empowerment. Yeah, absolutely. That, yeah. People, that, that's actually something that really frustrates me. And that frustrates me across the board with some of these like hot button topics like Black Lives Matter. We're not saying that white lives matter less just because we're saying black lives matter. It doesn't work. Right. 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 Uh, Just because we want women to be paid the same as men doesn't mean that we're saying men should take a pay cut. Right. Like we're we're saying, let's bring you down. We're saying, no, let's lift people up. Yes. And, and specifically women lifting women up. And I think that what's really kind of hard sometimes is I don't think religion supports this, you know, or I should say that, Many, many, many interpretations of the Bible suggest that women need to be subordinate. I think I would agree, but kind of disagree. I think that many incorrect interpretations would say that. There are definitely, definitely churches that exist. I know of some, I'm, you know, compiling this list in my head of some, I will not attend a church that does not think that women should be pastors or women should be on the, you know, that as an elder or in a high authority position of church. Like I just, I won't do that because I think that the Bible says that women are as valuable as men. And I think that's how Jesus would treat people. That being said, I I withdrew my children from a school because the church, well, not the only reason, but part of the reason was because the church that uh, was associated with that did not lift women up. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna, I have a daughter. I'm not going to deal with that. Um, and personally, I just think it's an incorrect interpretation. So I'm not right. going to, uh, you know, I wouldn't go to a church that didn't think Jesus rose from the dead, right? Because I think that's an in- incorrect interpretation. Same as this. So yes, there are many religious institutions and relig- whole religions, whole denominations. Mm-hmm. I think the Southern Baptist Convention is one of them. <laughs> right. Um, I think well, they're correct. Yeah. But yeah, and it is a tool for sure. Right. And that's what I'm saying is that I think that we ha- there's so many places in our culture where women are already getting kind of the offbeat, right, or the or the slip that we need to just remember to support one another and to be kind to one another. All right. So this one I think you're gonna love. I was thinking of you as I'm typing this out. The next one is allowing women to prioritize self-care. And what I mean by that is oftentimes women are the caretakers and we are the providers of care for our families. And, you know, by default, the care for ourselves often falls by the wayside. So one way that you can empower women is to allow them to take care of themselves. Yes. And, and I... <sighs> 
I, I struggle with this just a little bit, not because I don't believe in self-care. Obviously, that's the key. But this word allowing, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. when we talk to women allowing women, I mean, what does that look like to you? If you think not men allowing women to take care of themselves, but what does that look like when it's women empowering women? Well, I'm going to, okay, you're, you're on the heels of the next thing. And I want to bring this up only because I think it ties nicely together and with what you're about to say. Let's do it. I have weird feelings about this next one. So <laughs> what, what I think is the same vein of what you're trying to say. I have a hard time with the whole pass the mic thing. Okay. And that was, I'm going to use the Black Lives Matter thing as an example here because it was very recent and very prominent where people, white people or, you know, non-people of color, black and brown people should pass the mic or silence themselves in order to give a voice or amplify the voices of a black and brown person. Now, I'm fine doing that. I don't, I don't really have a platform where I feel like I could actually help in that regard very much. But if someone told me that it was needed, I would do it. However, by saying that I should pass the mic, it is implied that I have control and that I own the microphone. And I don't know that I ever thought of myself that way. Like same way, you know, with uh, who, if I say I'm allowing another person to prioritize, prioritize self-care, I mean, there's really only one person I can allow to do that. And that's myself. Mm -hmm. But it, I think it gets really weird when we talk about like, I mean, I guess it's easier if you're a person who has like a huge platform and you can easily pass the mic, so to speak, but I don't own the microphone. I don't get to say who gets to speak. I, you know, like I'm, I'm not in control over that. So that's where it gets weird for me. And I I don't know. Yeah, I think I'm still, to be fair, uh, or to be honest, a little confused by this idea of allowing women to practice or to prioritize self-care. To me, what that sounds like is if you have your period and you have cramps, you should be able to go home early from work. And I'm not really in favor of that. Unless it's the same thing as a man who has a migraine can leave and go home early for work. Right? It's like that that seems weird to me. This it's not anybody else's responsibility to empower self-care. I mean, am I missing something here? No, I think I think I'm on board with you. I guess what I would say is that in your own family, maybe maybe not al- allowing probably isn't the right word. Maybe encouraging would be the right word. Or, you know, maybe in like my husband would help me, you know, if I really needed some time away, he would work with me so that I could have space. We kind of talked about the reverse of this a little bit when he had his think week, right? Like, 
he got to go away and, and be by himself for several days. Like, I, I guess it would, it would be more encouraging or maybe recognizing that some women work themselves too hard and don't prioritize self-care. So watching out for your friends and saying, Hey, you've been going for months now. Like, have you done anything for yourself lately? Yeah. So that I can totally buy into it. If I, if we keep the focus on women, empowering women, then being able to say to your friend, Hey, listen, I'm going to take your kids this afternoon. You go spend some time to yourself. That I think is super empowering right? I, I, I would totally get on board with that. But this idea of allowing, I, I think that speaks more to subjugation than it does anything else. Yes. And just, I, I think there are times when women in particular who do, who go away and practice self-care to not, I'm not talking about like a walk around the block. I'm talking about like taking a vacation by themselves or, you know, something that's bigger. It can be seen as like frivolous or lazy. And we wouldn't think of that if a man does it, you know? And so recognizing that it's okay and it's, it's good. Yeah, I, I like that. I like that idea too, in the sense that, here again, I think if we're talking about women encouraging women, it's really about lifting up and supporting women when they make decisions to prioritize self-care. Yeah, because this is, you know, if you go back to one of those definitions, it's about allowing women to make life-determining decisions. And again, there's that word allowing, which is weird when you think about... Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to... power, but... I take a stand against the word allowing. Right. It's, it, you know, it's, it's very weird. Yeah. This text for sure. I, yeah. I know we're kind of running out of time. So is there something um, else on this list that's super poignant? Yes. I think knowing your own worth would be the one that we should talk about. And I think that is, Everything, everything that we've ever had a podcast on, basically. For sure. Mm-hmm. Knowing how to set boundaries, knowing when you need to step away from an unhealthy relationship, making time management a priority for you. Like just all of those really healthy things that we really should, there's that should word, right? We should be taking care of ourselves. I think we're all, We. I think that might be the one place where we could maybe use that word more than others. But <laughs> Yeah. And, you know, when I think about that, I think about conversations between, you know, at the table when a bunch of people get together for coffee and somebody says, I'm thinking about going back to school. And another lady at the table says, oh, I could never do that. Or another lady at the table says, do you really think it's worth it? And allowing kind of all their individual fears to project upon this woman I'd like to think that a true friend is going to say, oh my God, girl, go for it. You know, again, in my mind, lifting other people, women empowering women is about encouragement and support and motivation. And I have your back. How can I help you? 
What do you need? And not in an enabling way, but in a way that says, I will be part of that scaffolding. Yeah, for sure. I remembered what I forgot earlier. Oh, yeah. So there was a TikTok. I duetted it the other day about this. This woman said that there's this other TikTok, which I haven't seen. It's a bunch of dudes going around saying, hey, ladies, if you're ever out and you feel unsafe and you all you, you know, all you have to do is come up to me, tell me that, you know, give me a little whisper in my ear, give me a big hug and I will make sure that you get home safely. And so this woman said, hey, this, you know, this thing's going around with a bunch of dudes, but I want you to know that if you're not comfortable going up to a dude, you can come up to me and you could say, mama, or you can say Aunt Mary, or you can say whatever you want to say, and I will wrap you in. And in the moment I wrap you in, you become part of my family and you become one of my people. And when you're one of my people, I have got your back. And I was I saw that TikTok and I fell in love with her immediately. So I duetted it and it's, I don't know, it has thousands of views at this point, but that's women lifting women up. Oh, right. That's saying you don't need to go up to a dude. If you're being followed, come up to me. There's power in numbers. Yeah. for sure. There, there's power in familiarity and we, we can do that to each other, right? We can be numbers. We can be powers. And not in a I hate men way, but in a women loving women way. Well, and that that really should be the, the crux of this is like looking out for one another. One of the things I didn't put on this list was about supporting mothers in public. And, and this is sort of, you know, I, I was actually supported in public once in a time where I desperately needed help, but it was by a man and he came up and, you know, it kills me because, you know, I would have thought that if a woman saw that she would identify with what I was going through and understand more than a man, mm-hmm. but it was, it was a guy that came to my rescue and I'm very thankful for that. And he was probably, mm-hmm. and he probably got it just as a woman does, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. The point is there's no, we don't have to wait for a man to be the big, strong rescuer. A woman can do the exact same thing for another woman and we can help men too. Yeah. Like there's that. <laughs> yeah. So the, the try this at home this week is really about making sure that if you're a woman, that you do something maybe on a daily basis if you're in that environment or at least consciously when you're in conversation with another woman to empower her, to encourage her to live her dream, to motivate her to be her best self, to encourage her self-image in a positive way. I think all of those things are women empowering women in in the day-to-day kind of the just the American neighborhood space. And I really want to encourage everybody to, to do that. Yeah. And also if none of these particularly resonated with you, there are hundreds of 
of lists online. Go go look them up. I mean, do a little extra homework. Yeah, and reach out to us. I mean, if you think we missed some major point, we are happy to cover that. You know, 30 minutes is enough time for us to scratch the surface on most of these topics. So please make sure that you reach out to us and send us a little note. We'll, uh, we'll address it for sure. So I think that is it. Don't forget that we are here every Wednesday morning and you can find us online at trythisathomepodcast.com. And for now, this is Leslie and Leslin hoping you will try this at home. All perspectives and opinions expressed during this podcast are for educational and informational purposes only. There is no direct or indirect intention to provide psychotherapy or mental health services. If you are seeking counsel for individual circumstances, please consult with a local health professional. 